Welcome to the Me vs. Me podcast, your weekly dose of practical implementation and mindset strategies towards fitness, weight loss, and your mental health without all the confusion. With over many years in the fitness industry, Pay has helped countless women and men dramatically improve their outlook on life in order to take actions for lasting results. No more yo-yo dieting, deprivation, or inaction, because if you fix your mind, the rest will take care of itself. Hello, everyone. In today's episode, I am talking all about social anxiety disorder. Social anxiety disorder is the third largest mental health care problem in the world today. First, I want to define what social anxiety disorder is and a little bit of my story. Social anxiety is the fear of social social situations that involve interaction with another person. You could say social anxiety is the fear and anxiety of being negatively judged and evaluated by other people. It is a pervasive disorder and causes anxiety and fear in most all areas of a person's life. It is chronic because it does not go away on its own, only direct Cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, can change the brain and help people overcome social anxiety. People with social anxiety are many times seen by others as being shy, timid, quiet, backward, withdrawn, inhibited, unfriendly, nervous, aloof, and disinterested. People with social anxiety want to make friends to be included in groups and be involved and engaged in social interactions. But having social anxiety prevents people from being able to do the things they want to do. Although people with social anxiety want to be friendly, open, and sociable, it is fear or the anxiety that's that's holding them back. People with social anxiety usually experience significant stress in the following situations. Being introduced to other people, being teased or criticized, being the center of the attention, being watched or observed while doing something, having to say something in a formal public situation like a public speech, um, meeting people in authority, important people or authority figures like the police, feeling secured and out of place in social situations, embarrassing easily, meeting other people's eyes, swallowing, writing, talking, making phone calls if in public. This list is not a complete list of symptoms, but other symptoms may be associated with social anxiety as well. The feeling that the feelings that accompany social anxiety include anxiety, high levels of fear, nervousness, automatic negative emotion cycles, raising heart, blushing, excessive sweating, dry throat and mouth, trembling, and muscle twitches. In severe situations, people can develop a dysmorphic concerning part of their body, usually the face, in which they perceive themselves irrationally and negatively. Constant, intense anxiety or fear is the most common symptom. People with social anxiety typically know that their anxiety is irrational. It's not based on fear and does not make rational sense. Nevertheless, thoughts and feelings of anxiety persist and are chronic. Shows no signs of going away. Appropriate, active, structured, cognitive behavioral therapy is the only solution to this problem. 
Decades of research have concluded that this type of therapy is the only way to change the neural pathways in the brain per- permanently. This means that a permanent change is possible for everyone, even me, right? Okay, now we're getting the facts straight about social anxiety disorder. I do want to go over my social anxiety story just briefly. I don't believe I had any fear regarding to socializing prior to moving to the states when I was ten years old,、um, because there's no language barrier when I, you know, where I grew up. I first moved here. My English was really very like bare minimal. I can barely have a conversation with anyone in school, or even just like a, even carry a sentence or anything, right? Just. A word or two, yes or no, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Words like that. This has made me very become very timid and shy because I constantly feel different and that I don't belong here. And I was lonely, even though I was surrounded by sea of people every day. I also feel like I was less off. You know, just not good enough because I can't express myself through language or speaking. So somehow that made me feel like I was less intelligent. Of course, I know now that wasn't the case. I am fine just the way I am. But during this time, I have also developed self-loathing disorder, eating disorder, bulimia, which I have also talked about in my other podcast. But anyway, long story short, I basically became or labeled as shy or backward, and I had hold on to. That label for majority of my teen and early adult lives. Every year I go to school, I have to prep myself in the morning for about two hours, just talk to myself into feeling better to go to school. I have to practice speaking English by reading pages and pages from a textbook. You know, nothing like interesting because the whole point of it is for me to be fluent when I speak. I was so self-conscious about my accent and my voice that I simply don't even want to hear myself. I would spend hours doing my hair and makeup. <laughs> I spent a few hours on Friday evening picking out my outfits for the week in school. I avoid making eye contact with everyone. I usually keep my head down and I don't like any attention at all. I wish I didn't exist or transparent. And I actually did enjoyed not being noticed. I had only two really close friends growing up, and they were kind and understanding. Meanwhile, everyone who doesn't know me judged me and considered me as stuck up, unapproachable. Some even described me as intimidating. Today, if you ask people who know me, they would describe me as outgoing, open, and definitely not shy. But my point of the story is that we can all overcome our issues. Sometimes it doesn't take a few months, but years or even lifetime to recover. But it is possible. But it is only possible only if you really want to change that, right? It has to come within you. Over the past ten years, I reached out for help. CBT has helped me tremendously, not only with my social anxiety disorder, but also with my bulimia. Okay, so I can say that I'm not fully recovered, but I am recovered. I'm in recovery. I can truly be myself without caring about what others think. Now that's why I'm putting myself out there, making this podcast for you guys because I know there are people listening to my podcast. But the take-home message is: social anxiety is as well as the other 
anxiety disorders can be successfully treated today. In seeking help for this problem, we recommend searching for a specialist, someone who understands this problem well, knows how to treat it, someone with experience, of course. Social anxiety treatment must include an active behavioral therapy group, where members can work on their anxiety hierarchies in the group, and later in real-life situation with other group members. Social anxiety is fully treatable condition and can be overcome with effective therapy work in patients. Cognitive behavioral therapy for social anxiety has marked successful. Thousands of research studies now indicate that after the completion of social anxiety specific CBT, people with social anxiety disorder are changed. They now live a life with is no longer controlled by fear and anxiety. Appropriate therapy is markedly successful in changing people's thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and behavior. The person with social anxiety must be compliant, of course, and do what is necessary to overcome this disorder. National Institutes of Mental Health funded studies report a very high success rate using cognitive therapy with a behavioral therapy group. Both are essential to alleviating anxiety symptoms associated with social anxiety disorder. I am definitely not a professional in this area. However, I am pursuing my second degree as we speak, and I am majoring in psychology. I am planning to getting my PhD um, at some point. It is a long journey, but definitely something that I have been passionate about all of my life. My father suffers from bipolar personality disorder, and my brother also suffered from social anxiety. Where he was constantly running away and avoiding going back to school, he stayed out of school for most of his high school years. I suffered from social anxiety and eating disorder for majority of my life. This is why I'm pursuing more knowledge in this area so I can help others like you. So, okay, guys, I hope this episode is helpful, and don't be afraid to seek out if you have any questions. You are not any less of. And you are who you are meant to be. Embrace it and face your problems head on. Thanks for listening to the Me vs. Me podcast. If you've made it this far, we'll take that you enjoyed the show. We'd love if you would leave us a review and rating on iTunes. We really appreciate your feedback and support. For more details, visit me vs. Me podcast.com.